Welcome, welcome, welcome to another riveting episode. <laughs> um, we should introduce ourselves because we've been forgetting to do that, and maybe you don't know who you're listening to. So just for the record. We probably I... should do that. We, we learned a lot in our crossover. Did we learn from the pros? So we I'm do. Karina. Yeah. I'm Denise. And we're spending time. We're both. Well, I'm sipping coffee. I don't know what you're sipping. Oh, uh, we got sparkling water. Yes. Yeah, seltzer water. Flavored oh, nice. seltzer water. Flavored seltzer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we are talking today about holiday prep for your salon and a little bit different, you know, holiday prep than maybe you're thinking like probably the, the less sexy stuff. You know, yes. like the the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff that makes sure that you don't go absolutely nuts. Correct. The the self care stuff, the brushing your teeth, the maintenance. Yes, because as you get bigger and scale, it is definitely a bigger undertaking for the holidays. If you yeah. don't know what you're doing, or if you're like us and wing it, at least I did. Um, you know, still winging I, it, still I, winging I, it, but like I'm still winging it, but with bullet points now. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. We at least have more, I don't want to say failures because failures are opportunities to learn, but um, more things under our belts, more instances that didn't work potentially yeah. that we learned from. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, I mean, right now it's pretty early still. It's the first week of November. Yes. Um, so before we can even talk about Christmas, um, we still have Thanksgiving around the corner, which for me is our second biggest holiday rush, second only to Christmas. Yes. Uh, do you do you find the same? Like people like to pretend they're taking good care of their dogs before company comes over? Yes. Um, fun fact, though, the cat salon, actually, my sales are horrible in November and December. Interesting. Yeah. Fun you facts I learned. Is that, I mean, is that really a bad thing or can you just kind of pivot your focus a little bit? I work on, I, I, yeah, I pivot. Um, I just figure out at that point, we just try to either plan for next year, right. Or do a little bit more on social media, play a little bit more catch up in that location, but we've learned, I think it's just one more thing for people to do and cats just hide, but mm. we take off in January. So mm. as soon as the holidays are done, we get calls right away. So it's a very interesting dynamic over there. The things I'm learning between the two different locations. Yeah. Fascinating. I know, right? Um, yeah, well, you know, cats are just <laughs> different, I guess. And also, like, I think cat grooming, um, you know, the clientele is different. And um, I don't know. It's It's so much more obvious to cat people when they have pelted matted cats that it's a necessity I think like yes. like a lot of people call and they're like I really got to get my cat in like he really needs it whereas like dogs half the time they don't even know the dog is matted <laughs> they don't um and so it's more of like a maintenance thing it's more of a hygiene thing and maybe that just kind of falls by the wayside when it's November December I don't know but yeah like or more like you said maybe it's just I think it's just like that one more thing to do on the list for a yeah. cat that's going to hide. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and um, then dogs, obviously they have to make their dogs look good for company. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So that, that brings us to Thanksgiving. 
Um, yes. So as far as preparations go, I mean, for, for the holidays in general, not just Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, we do a couple things that are super boring but necessary. We make sure that all of our dryers have been maintenanced. Um, we make sure, you know, scissors just went out for sharpening. We buy an extra couple of, of uh, you know, blades, extra blades to have on, on hand. We buy some, we, we have an extra dryer on hand in case one fails because you cannot wait the week before Thanksgiving. No. You, you cannot be down a dryer like uh -huh. the week before no one of these holidays. Yeah. So make sure you have an extra one in the wings ready to go. Um, so we do things like that. Um, you know, holiday time is not a time for making changes like no. we're not changing our workflow we are not mixing it up we are not trying new things now is not the time that can happen later we are really focused on um being efficient and taking good care of ourselves while maintaining that efficiency right yes and um i'm very big on trying to not have holiday rushes you always hear everyone so fun other fun facts of numbers when I was grooming and even when I opened up because I never paid it. So when I was grooming, you always feel that holiday rush, right? I was doing mm -hmm. almost double the dogs two weeks before Christmas, you know, those two weeks. Um, and I was commission only. So I was saving up for a slower January, February um, to pick up again. And once I opened up my business and I had actual numbers in front of me that I had to be responsible for, not just a paycheck, um, our average for December is the same as it was for any other month, but you just feel it because you, everyone tries to stuff in so many dogs it before Christmas, but you have to remember you have all those days off too. If you take off Christmas Eve, if you take off Christmas, and then you have the following week, if you're doing new year's Eve. So you have three days right there that you're down, depending on how many days you're open a week and when they fall. Um, and my numbers are actually the same without having to kill myself. And my yeah. groomers don't have to kill themselves. We can have regular weeks and not take extra dogs and feel obligated to. That's fantastic. And, you know, I think when I first started, I had huge peaks and valleys mm -hmm. between the months, right? January was like, would drop, my my sales would drop by like 50% in January. And that's super normal when you're first starting out. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. But, um, and then, you know, we'd have like a spike in the spring and then summer would kind of taper off a little bit and then you get another spike. And um, so it was a bit, like a like a um you know what it was like it was like did you ever see the little prince or read the little prince yes yeah so it's like the uh the bow constrictor that eats is it the elephant and it looks like it looks like a hat yeah but it's but it's not it's a bow constrictor okay anyway yeah um but it looks like a hat and that's and that's what our sales looked like year after year after year and then at a certain point once you get booked up and you're just kind of pretty steady each month you don't have that anymore so I get little blips here and there um depending on when we're open and how many days off sure um but largely those and and this is intentional I've been trying to get those peaks and valleys to kind of come to uh, come to the mean right and right. it's it's better for your sanity it's better for your business to maintain the same income every month mm -hmm. um 
it's better for budgeting. And, and like you said, it's better. You're not trying to kill yourself adding in extra dogs. That being said, I do allow my groomers in December to pick up extra shifts um, if they want. Me too. It, and it's yep. not like a, it, it's not a mandatory thing, but especially on the week of Christmas, you know, if, if we're going to have a couple days off and they still want those, those hours, they're free to move those days to before Christmas mm-hmm. and kind of just move that workflow a little bit. I do that, especially with Thanksgiving. I throw out there. I'm like, if anyone wants to work extra, like we're because we're closed Thursday and Friday. I got really sick of Friday being open with grooming um, and people just leaving their dogs all day or they cancel because of they think that shopping, they could do it. shopping yeah. and all that other stuff. So um, and the employees love it. Right. Because then they can go partake in all of these different festivities as well. Um, so I will offer, you know, if you want, I'll open up on Monday and, and we can do this or, you know, pick up whatever hours you want. And most of them don't, which is nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. I want them to not kill themselves, but I want them to have that opportunity knowing that we're going to have some down days. Sure. And yeah, same, basically the same. Um, we've never been open on black Friday, but we are going to be open on black Friday this year but not for grooming, just mostly for self-service and retail. Well, and you picked re- up your you picked up your retail though a lot this year. Big yeah, in a big way. And last yeah. year I was closed on Black Friday, but I came in to do inventory and people kept like banging on the door wanting to be let in. <laughs> um, which I take as a huge compliment. <laughs> yes. And so I ended up like soft opening and letting people do self-service. Um so for that reason, we're just going to be open Friday, Saturday, but like in a, in a different capacity. We're not, uh, I think there's one groomer on, on Friday and she picked up the day, but that's basically it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So certainly if, if a groomer works on Thursday, you know, they could, and it's obviously Thursday falls on Thanksgiving, then they can just kind of move that day earlier or later mm-hmm. and it all kind of comes out in the wash. But as far as, um, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, I was never open on Black Friday because I've always had this bug up my ass about capitalism, <laughs> which is funny as a business owner. I, I hear that. I like I hear the irony. Um, but no, I, I feel very strongly. Um, we, we also take off for Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, and we close for that. And that's because I don't think any holiday should be like these big holidays. They should not be one day. You need a day to recover from the holiday. You do. You do. And that's the other thing I would every year I would forget to close out the schedule on the Friday after thing. And really, it actually was out of accident. I would forget to close that out in the computer system. And then people would rebook for the whole year, however long yeah. out. And before we knew it, we just had a full day. Yeah. And I'm like, we're walking in, we're dead tired because you ate a ton the day before and worked all day like, cooking and yeah. entertaining. And for me, Thanksgiving um, is often not a, a restful, fulfilling holiday. It's a it's a high stakes, high intensity holiday if you're like running around from family to family, making sure you see everybody. So yeah, I I very much um we always took off for, for Black Friday and we would reopen on small business Saturday. Um, but this year we're gonna do a little bit of an experiment. We're gonna be open on Black Friday. Um, we're not gonna be running any grooming specials. We're just gonna be running specials for my self-service and retail and We'll see 
where that gets us because um, I'm interested to hear how that goes because I, yeah. I could see it doing really well because a lot of people are off that day. Yes. And what I've noticed weirdly is if you have self-service, I'm just picking up on this now. Um, if your self-service is really nice, I have been used as a tourist attraction. So basically when people <laughs> come in from out of town, uh-huh. um, their family members in Buffalo will bring them to wash the dog and bring them to me to kind of show it and be like, look what we have, which is, well, I mean, what a compliment. Yeah, no, right? I love it. What yeah. a huge compliment. But it's like kind of, it's like a family uh, activity. It's oh, like, we're fun. all, we're, we're going to go wash the dog. Like we're going to go here and then we're all going to go to the dog park together and then we'll all go wash the dog together. And, you know, they make quick work of it because they'll have like, you know, three, four people washing this one dog. <laughs> um, but it's, it's great. And it kind of gives us a chance to kind of show off a little bit. Um, so we'll be doing something for self-service. I'm not sure what. And then um, a, a retail sale of some kind. I'm not actually entirely sure what. But I, I did want to kind of put out the question of when you're a largely service-based industry, how do you navigate the huge sales of Black Friday and Small Business Saturday? Because for me, I do not like discounting our grooming services because mm-hmm. I have a wait list. Um, we are very busy and also the profit margins on grooming are so razor thin for us. We, you know, it's, it's much for every dollar that comes in for grooming, you know, most of that money goes right back out to payroll and my expenses. Whereas when you spend a dollar with me on self-service or retail, I get to hit hang on to a bigger chunk of that money. So I don't like to discount grooming services, but have you, have you run in the past? Have you run any specials? I haven't. So we have small retail. Um, it usually, that's one of the things that's always fallen to the wayside. Remember how we talked about things that we don't think about until the very end. Yeah, That's always been one of them. Um, so I do this year it's probably, well, I could think about it. It depends. I feel like it's a little too late for me to do anything really nice. Um, but I, I have thought about it before. Um, if you do add-ons, we don't do add-ons, but I mean, you can easily do something like that. Um, or we will every once in a while, like do paw butter or something and, and we will offer as an add-on and we could always add something like that. Um, but I think even just doing something a little special on that day, it doesn't have to be a discount, whether it's pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Set up so just something, you know, you can set up if you come in on this day or for the week or whatever. Um, I work with a pet pantry. I'm trying to figure out, I almost want to try this year. And I know this is past Thanksgiving, but I almost want to try um, like a giving tree. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Are you really? Because so we, we just I've never it done it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's not really a giving tree because I just have product on it. But, um, but there's also like donation coupons on the tree so you can take one off and and so we're partnering with the city of buffalo animal shelter and i don't know what the rescue shelter environment is like by you but here there are many many rescues pulling dogs from all over the united states and elsewhere and our city of buffalo um animal shelter which has been in service for a very long time often gets overlooked um for like the flashier rescues that are pulling more interesting breeds. Whereas the city of Buffalo animal shelter is largely pit bulls Mm -hmm. and it's largely city street dogs. 
Um, but they're doing a really great um, service for the community. So we're trying to support them. So we, um, it, it, it was not my idea, although I've always wanted to do something like this, but one of my uh, salon leaders put it together and he did a great job. He took a um, an old trash can, like a big trash bin and um, cleaned it up and then put wrapping paper on it. Um, and we just have a sign of the things that they're looking for. Um, so they're looking for donations like um, blankets, bleach. Um, they don't want dog food, but they want toys and leashes and collars and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so we have this big bin and we remind all the clients uh, when we do confirmation calls that we're accepting donations for the month for City of Buffalo Animal Shelter. And um, and for me, like I just donated a ton of bleach because that's that's my way of showing love, right? If I, right. If I give you disinfectant. <laughs> um, Very soothing, yes. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, so far it hasn't, I mean, we just started like a couple days ago. So I, I'm hoping it'll pick up better. But what we're going to do is, um, I haven't quite done this yet, but basically put the bucket next to a bunch of retail merchandise that could be donated. So putting all the basic collars and leashes like putting it next to that big bin so that you don't make the clients think about it don't yeah. make them um you know like sure bring stuff from home and that's great but also like if they didn't bring something from home but they still want to contribute they can either pull a coupon off the tree and do a cash donation or if they want to donate something tangible they can buy one of our collars and leashes and then immediately turn around and donate it which is great for me it's great for the city um it's great you know everybody wins so um so we're working on that i'll let you know um on our next one you know how it how it worked out and how much we um uh you know how much we raise and whether we thought like you know it's it's still we're still working out the kinks Mm -hmm. um because i've never done anything like this before but we'll see how it goes yeah i have to say if you're grooming and this is just a theory of mine or just a thought process. Um, I don't think a business can bank on if you're strictly service, right? Grooming service industry. Um, I don't know how much of a benefit um, Black Friday or Small Business Saturday is if you don't already have a community presence. Hmm. You know, I think you yeah. need to have a, a strong community presence for um the effort to be put into those two days to really mean a sure. lot. Sure. Um, it doesn't mean that you, it means if you don't already have it, don't bank on it. I wouldn't exert my energy into doing something for it if you don't already have, because that community presence, I think, really helps with Black Friday and Small Business Saturday. Agreed. Agreed. And for us, you know, we're kind of pivoting a little bit this year with our black Friday and having a, a retail sale, mm-hmm. but it, as much as it's look, I, I want to make a lot of money on black Friday. That is what I want. I would like yeah. to, I would like to have, I'm intrigued. Shell. I want to yeah, know the I, numbers. No, I want my, inventory to, I want to be cleaned out. That would be great. <laughs> but what's more important is that, than that is we've been building ourselves as a retail presence in the community and reminding people and getting them kind of in the habit of thinking of us when they need re- retail items for their dog. So right now we're not who comes to mind when they're thinking, oh, I got to go buy the dog a new leash. Like the laundromat and and a grooming salon is not their first thought. So kind of priming people 
to get them in that habit because that's that's largely how my self-service got so successful was you know and it is very successful now um but it took 10 years it took 10 years of teaching the public hey make us part of your routine go to the right. dog park and then come to us so I, I honestly like ask me again in 10 years where retail is and I'm going to be in really really good shape but for for now it does require you know a little bit of of intentional work and intentional thought into what are we actually trying to accomplish with these sales because the way I see it there's there's things that drive brand loyalty and things mm -hmm. that make people love you and what you do um, there are things that drive money. So let's say you just mark everything half off or it's, everything's buy one, get one or something. Um, but what I'm interested in is traffic generation. So does the thing that I am promoting, does it remind people to come in? Or am I just, you know, if I do buy one, get one, I'm not usually bringing new people in. It's just the people that were coming anyway for the grooming appointment now get buy one, get one. And right. that is is less interesting and less helpful to me. So for Black Friday, you know, retail and all that, we're going to do that. Um, but for Small Business Saturday, I was actually thinking about doing a nail trim sale, which is oh, something I I've like never that. done before. Yeah. And it's hopefully a way to bring in new people. Right. Um, and it, it's a gateway drug, right? It's a, it's a, here's a... I don't know that it's going to be a $5 nail trim, but I kind of feel like that's the direction I'm going. Um, here's it's a easy. Yeah. $5 is easy. It's so easy. out, done. And can you believe 10 years ago when we first opened, they were $5. Right. Um, right. And honestly, when we raised the price to 10, I cried. I was so upset. <laughs> I, um, no, because I love having that like really cheap gateway thing. Yeah. Like I have, yeah. I love having that, that low barrier to entry. Um, so that $5 nail trim is not really about the nail trim. I don't, I don't care mm. about the nail trim. Um, I'm not going to make any money. I'm going to have one person, maybe two, doing nail trims as fast as they can all day. Those poor, poor kids. Right. So I'll make sure to buy them pizza. Um, but, well, actually, you know, it's great. There's nothing better than doing something like a $5 nail trim. If you want to get somebody really good at nail trims, run a $5 nail trim special mm -hmm. and just park them in the corner and have them do nail trims all day. That is the best way to, to get good or at nail trims. I have a um, friend. She is a non-grooming. Uh, she's slightly into grooming, but she can't do a full haircut. Um, she owns her business. She has, I don't remember how many groomers she has. She strictly does nail trims. That woman banks on a daily basis. Amazing. Just do, She's like, I can't stop doing them. She's like, I know it. And it does sound silly sometimes to us. Like, you know, your time could be done somewhere else, whatever. Um, no, she, that's all she does. She yeah. does walk in nail trims and she banks on that every yeah. day as an owner. And as an owner, that money is staying with her better than yeah. having to pay for payroll. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, that your return on that is going to be monetary wise. Great. So and nail trims are funny because we're, we're better at it than vets. Yeah. I said it like we are. Yeah, oh, we are. It's, it's no no shame against vets. It's just if <laughs> no. you guys, if if vet techs and vets did nail trims all day, they would be just as good as we do. But we do nail trims all day and they don't. So Correct. we're usually faster, more efficient, mm -hmm. better. We get closer. And usually the dog's more comfortable with us than at the vet. And we're usually cheaper. 
And it's yeah, not like it, all, it's not a whole thing, you know, it's a walk-in service. You can't get that anywhere else. So it's kind of funny that we shouldn't be cheaper. We should probably be more expensive because it's a much better experience all around. But I like our nail trim business the way it is. So I'm not going to touch it. Well, you and know? working at a vet clinic, the biggest thing is, is you have to pay for a nurse's time. That's mm. all is, is what it comes down to that, that exam fee or whatever office fee they, they charge. Mm. You just have to pay for that vet tech's time. Plus, obviously, the nail trim. So that's all that really is. We get to cut out that aspect because we're not charging or we don't we're not paying for a vet tech, right? Like right. we don't but also have just that. just the the ease of it's just a drop in service. You can come yeah. in whenever you like. Yep. And every single member of my staff is capable of performing a nail trim all the way down to reception. Mm-hmm. Um so so I'm thinking, playing around with $5 nail trim on Saturday as a traffic generator. I like that. To bring people in and then hopefully they will buy retail while they are there. Or, you know, maybe they'll make a grooming appointment. Maybe they'll use self-service, whatever. Um, so that's a new one that we're doing. Um, we also, we will be doing pictures with Santa. Um, mm. We're not doing them on that day we're doing them on a different day and that's also because i don't want too much on one day right um i've realized too yeah you can you can over um sell yourself like if you have a discount on everything you now have a discount on nothing like right so like just discount one thing in a nice really catchy way and the rest will follow so Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know what my retail discount is going to be on Friday yet, but I'm still kind of working with it. Whatever. It, it, it's so funny. Like Black Friday, you basically cut your margins on retail tremendously. And the hope is that you'll make up for it in just sheer volume of sales. Yes. So whereas most of the time, everything is marked up. Um, double the cost that I pay. So I, I buy a toy for five bucks. I sell it for 10 and um, so, you know, that that 50% margin is what I have to work with. And sure, I can I could sell everything for 25% off, but then I got to sell uh, double what I normally sell to make right. that same margin. So, yeah, you got to play around kind of with with what works. And um, certainly the things that take longer to move, I'll be discounting those more than the things that move easily on their own. That's what I was going to say, or back stock of pre-seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm really bad at retail. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I constantly <laughs> over, I, well, I overbuy. Yeah. Um, so I have too much inventory right now. And the idea is just at, at a certain point, even if you're just selling it for what you brought it in for, just move it, like get it out mm-hmm. because it will it will bog you down very quickly. Yeah. Well, and if you don't have a lot of space for it and until you figure out what will sell and what's doing good and, and stuff like that, that's hard. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like we, we have limited square footage and it's what is the biggest bang for my buck in this hundred square feet that I have to, to put material on, mm-hmm. um, you know, like putting out Christmas, we had to pull, kind of some of our everyday line of of products because I need to put Christmas out. And so like we have like a little birthday area for dogs and that's out year round. 
but that's probably not going to get as much traction right now versus Christmas. So right. you pull it and you put out something that'll sell better. It's like it's- the poor kids that have Christmas birth or December birthday. Oh, birthdays. that's right. That's Unless right. you're my but, child, but that's, yeah. he thinks the whole month's about him. But um, yeah, it's exactly like that. They don't get their yeah. birthday celebrated. They get Christmas toys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Though it does occur to me that our birthday toys, we have some like packaged presents, like stuffed present toys and i can just put those in the christmas like i can just put them under the tree oh yeah nobody's gonna know their birthday presents not christmas presents they're red it doesn't matter um yeah so i'll i'll have to go fiddle faddle that but um lots of preparation underway though like making sure that that the salon is just ready to kind of go on autopilot for the next two months which is what i want to see um so you know Getting my whole staff automated to run functionally and efficiently so that when everything, because let's face it, you know, people have wonky schedules. Sometimes they're going to want their dogs faster. They're going to want them. They're going to try and leave them there all day. They're going to, it gets so weird. Um, Dogs act up right? Like you have to be prepared. Like I make sure actually, this is a good point. I'm going to make sure to put this on my team page. To understand that being able to communicate to people, even though they may not want to hear it, your dogs may be amped up because I don't know you're amped up. Mm-hmm. So it we will start to put in grooms may take a little bit longer. You know, we start to hopefully, um, you know, control as much of that as we can and put those expectations on people that your groom may take longer, may, not necessarily by volume, but because the dogs are a lot are on edge because of everything going on. So, um, you know, preparing your team of knowing what's coming and really get them focused on just doing the task at hand and the dogs that, you know, if you're all grooming salon, the task at hand of just be present with your schedule and what's on your table and do the best you can. Um, because you get people of all lives, like you have either the over the top, ridiculous, um, happy people, that just love to give because it's the Christmas season, which is the part of the reason why I love the Christmas season. Though I wish that it would, you know, spill over into the rest of the year. I don't understand why it nah, has to be just nah. the Christmas season. Can't nah. do it. Can't do it. <laughs> the only time. The only time, just Christmas. Just Christmas. That, that Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving to Christmas time. Um, or you have the people who are just so bogged down. We, we to go into our crossover episode that we did about customer service, right? People are bogged down. You never know what's going to set somebody off. And it could just be them walking in the door and they drop their keys. And that was the last straw, right? So knowing that these people are also on high alert for their, their holidays, high stress time, the high energy time Mm -hmm. all around. Like, even if you don't think you're affected, you are, you are. It's just different. And retailers capitalize on that. You know, when oh, I yeah. I worked at the Gap for a very long time and I worked Black Friday shifts starting at 4 a.m. And it's incredible the psychology behind what you expect when you walk into a, a shop on Black Friday or in the holiday season. Um, and also what your brain is kind of wired to react to. So we painted a bunch of uh, walls red and just for Christmas and they turn up the music and they 
they make you feel like it's a magical place where you want to spend a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And that constant sensory, like kind of just information overload takes a toll on you during the day, especially if you work there. Um, so it's a it's a balance. Like on one hand, it is very magical and it is wonderful. And I, I do love this season. I love Thanksgiving so much because um, yeah. I I love that there it's the gift is the time that you spend together. It's not the actual gift giving. And the gift is the food, right? The food is, exactly. is hopefully something that you are enjoying. Um, so for me, that's that's my favorite. So speaking of food, the other thing that uh, we do in our salon, which I absolutely recommend to everyone, it's a really simple, stupid idea. I did not come up with it. But we do a potluck the week prior to Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we encourage all of our team to bring in something um you know just one day that week and kind of feed each other and that that act of like caring for each other because i think most of the time look there's two ways that we could have done this i could have just bought lunch for everybody every single day right as mm -hmm. the owner um but number one that's going to be hugely expensive for me in the end and i'm not going to make any money that week um but number two there's this kind of caretaking thing that you want to tap into amongst your team. And it won't happen if you're constantly taking care of everything. But if you prime them to take care of each other, then you get real culture and team building happening. And so while I'm part of this and I will put my name on the list for one day and I'll either bring something in or buy them lunch that one day, um, it can't just be all on the owner or all on management to do these sort of things, you have to get them in it as well. So, um, so we do do like a little potluck thing and it's, it's very exciting. Like we're, we all come into work and we're like, Ooh, what are we going to have today? And right. yeah, it's fun. Um, gets a little tricky with some of the dietary restrictions. Sometimes you got to watch yes. out for that. Um, but largely a really nice benefit, especially during the holidays when, you want to squeeze in an extra dog, but you've got to go pick up your lunch. Oh, wait, lunch is already here. Sure, fine. Mm -hmm. Kind of a pay it forward thing, right? Um, so that's been that's been pretty successful for us. And if you're a small location, you could get away with, you know, we're we have high staff on a daily basis. So it is a lot harder for us to um to offset that cost of like a daily potluck. Right. But right. there are so many, I mean, if you don't have a lot of people, you have to get creative, right? Um, we, all, I know you had to be creative when you started on doing different, um, perks and benefits and stuff. We couldn't afford what we can afford now. Mm -hmm. Um, I still can't afford what I give now. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes that, on me. That too. <laughs> that too. Um, but you could go to if you have an Aldi or you know a cheaper grocery store, you can get meatballs and marinara and yeah. stick it in a in a crock pot. That is so inexpensive, and you can bring that in and you can find it. And okay, so the budget side of me, when um, we decided to do debt free. And we do Dave Ramsey and we had to have, um, we do money. We do envelopes. So I don't do follow cash. Dave Ramsey, but like mm -hmm. I do a lot of things that he does. So yeah. So, so we, I'm we sort of varied that. a little bit, but yeah, 
we had so much fun trying to figure out how cheap we could actually feed ourselves, right? Like how much extra can we have in this, this envelope by the end of the month? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the same thing you can do as a business owner, right? How, how you don't need big extravagant gifts and ideas and gestures to make your employees happy or to be able to, um, build that culture, you know, something like, I don't know, I can go to Aldi buy the marinara and the meatballs would cost me like $5 to do. And I could feed easily five to 10 people off of that. Yeah. So like, there's so many different things at, and for five to $10 to build your work culture, even if it's on a daily basis, let's say, cause you don't have a huge staff that may be able to do the potluck thing, or it may get hard for them to do more than one day. Right. Mm-hmm. How easy is that? Five to $10. You can do two nail trims. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Seriously. There's like so there many is. variations of like ranch chicken and a, co- a crock pot. Yeah. You just throw some chicken and like ranch, dry, like a dry ranch yep. uh, seasoning packet. And like, I don't know. Get creative. And it's fun to get creative because when yeah. you get creative and you see, like every time I see if I do something really silly and the employees just go crazy over it and gush over it, I'm that sense of fulfillment. That means more to me than me spending a thousand dollars on a Christmas party. Right. Oh like, yeah. I, I want everyone yeah. to have a grand time and I want to do, but to have that, just those really silly little things, um, that we think could be silly that wouldn't mean a lot do mean a lot. Yeah. Um, um so my- yeah, I would do like a whole, if I was on a budget and I mean, I'm on a budget, but like, if I was on a budget with a small staff, I would almost do, let's try and figure out how cheap I can be. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how can I five to $10 meals that I could do on a daily basis, like the week of Christmas yeah, or the week of Thanksgiving and yeah. bring it in and have it sitting there. And quite honestly, they're not going to eat all of it in one day. So you're going to have leftovers the next day. Yeah, fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, actually a really good bang for your buck is Domino's. Ooh, um, yeah. Like if you stack your coupons, I, I can buy, although I feel like now I have a couple members of my staff that are just they can eat me like thank god i didn't have to raise them they're like teenage boys that are all grown up and they can oh my gosh like a teenage boy yeah um (laughs) but before i had those members of my staff i could i could order us a bunch of pizzas and it would last a couple days before we would go through all the pizza um my staff also my team it they respond so much to just um like energy drinks gatorade Mm -hmm. Like just, oh, just um, get a granola bars. Oh, granola bars. Love, there you they go. They love when I stop and buy them granola bars. Yeah. I like randomly I'll just stop and they think it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, okay, like snacks. It can just yeah. be snackies, wholesome snacky stuff, right? So that oh, you can I'll go buy ahead them garbage. And... I'll buy them garbage. I don't care. <laughs> if they want if they want lays, they get lays. Well, look um, at that too. But I do yeah. try to at least, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's all kinds of like fun things you can do. It's not you know, and it's not just food stuff too. Um, like after COVID, when everybody came back, because um, we were closed for ten weeks or so. Yeah. So when we came back from t- COVID, I, you know, kind of did the same. I, I made them like a little care package. So we they had hand sanitizer, masks, like yeah. all the stuff they were gonna need at their station. And it's it sucks because that's the stuff that takes time, not money. It takes time to set that mm-hmm. kind of stuff up. Um. But it is the stuff that is better received. Ooh, uh, that could be another episode, time management. 
I mean, I know we sort of suck at that, but I'm the worst. I am in no position to be telling anybody <laughs> how to manage their time. Are you joking? <laughs> like I'm barely, I'm barely, it's a good thing you texted me about, I want everybody to know. I want all of our listeners to know. I never, <laughs> I never know when we're recording. It's always, it's always a happy accident to me it, that, cool. that, yeah, but Denise is my, is my yeah. handler. Um, yeah, uh, normally I'm on top of things, but not right now. Ugh. Um, it's a lot of, it's the holidays though, right? It's yeah. literally autopilot. It's yeah. autopilot for the next two months. And then you can go ahead and worry about whatever you wanted to go ahead and work on, right? Yeah. It, it is not the time for change. No. And I, I live and die by my calendar. If it's not on the right. calendar, it doesn't exist, which is very difficult when you're not, when you're somebody who is bad at putting things in your calendar. Yes. But, <laughs> but yes. So that takes me to things that can wait until January. Yeah. Um, pretty much everything, right? Like you need a new POS, you need a new, um, you know, customer we're, management system. We're doing we, software. Oh, you are? Yeah. When mm -hmm. are you doing that? Um, well, the cat salon we're doing, well, I told you the cat salon gets slower November, December. Mm -hmm. We're starting and rolling out with the cat salon because we can play around with it before we have to teach a whole lot of staff how to use it. So we will know all the kinks and stuff. And then, um, yeah, we're lucky if we're going to, we were going to try and do like December. I looked at Todd and I said, no, we're not doing it. No, no, no. Um, and so that's, that's a nice January pro project. You know, I need to do a big inventory management overhaul. Right. Great. We're doing that in January. We're not going to, and also we're not going to do it now. And we're like very heavy in inventory at the moment. Like that no. is a, that is an after Christmas thing. Right. Um, and so all these like projects, all these like, hey, should we switch shampoos? Should we use a new bathing system? Should we change our prices? That is all no. January stuff. January. Yes. Write it down. If you have to write it down to get it out of your brain mm -hmm. so you don't feel overwhelmed, make sure you write it down. But yeah, it is not the time to go ahead and make massive changes. And I don't know how your brain works, but for whatever reason, that's when everything pops into my brain of what should be changed <laughs> yeah oh absolutely yeah when you're in the when you're in your elbow deep in your christmas dogs and you are you know just trying to get yes. through the day that's when you have all your brilliant ideas but i will say i love january like there is something because i'm one of those weirdos like love the first day of school i love a blank fresh notebook and that is what like the month of january is for me it's just mm -hmm. a time to like reflect and kind of collect your thoughts and make a plan now executing that plan whole other story i don't know it's it's 50 50 whether the things that i say i'm going to do actually happen but right. gosh i love planning i love doing that strategic planning in january to kind of figure out where you're going to be for the rest of the year it's so wonderful but you can't do that in november and december you're just not in the right headspace you're not it, you're, you're too busy doing the work you don't have that time so no. set it um, on autopilot. Be okay with that. That's, that was a hard lesson. I think as a business owner, knowing what those ebbs and those flows and those ups and those downs and those peaks and, and stuff, we are, we're thinking about, oh, what's going to happen in January when we slow down. Right. So it's really easy to get caught up in that. I'm going to start doing this now because mm -hmm. I know this is coming, but honestly, you are at your best performance when you are in a slow period and 
it like you, you have more time to focus on it. You're not haphazardly trying to do things. So, you know, I, we always, I think we sort of do that hustle, that, that freak out moment. Um, we panic, it's going to get slower. So we need to do these things now. Um, or maybe think about them now where really you just have to set it on autopilot and, and be like, it's okay for two months. Yeah. And it's hard because I'm definitely, I'm a procrastinator and I work well. I work my best in an emergency, in an emergency situation, like in a pinch, Mm. that is when everything is crystal clear to me. Now, when things are slow and normal, I lose interest. Like I am, I am so tapped out. And so it's very difficult because it's, it's like a mental thing to kind of get over that because Mm. when, when I'm busy, it's easy to stay busy. And when it's slow, it's difficult to make myself busy. Like I, I would rather go work on something else that is more like <laughs> mentally stimulating. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mental it's, stimulation. I mean, and like, you know, some of you are probably going to be like, oh, you have ADHD and listen, you can't diagnose me. Um, and I also won't go on ADHD TikTok and get like, that's the new thing, right? Is to be on TikTok so much that you think you have autism or ADHD or whatever. I don't know. I'm just telling you how my brain works. You, you don't have to classify right. it. Um, I know <laughs> I'm a procrastinator. I know that. Um, but what I do find when I procrastinate um, is that I am slowly working on whatever the problem is. So like if I'm procrastinating, uh, so here's an example, like my bathing system, I need to upgrade it. I need to upgrade it. And I only have a few options available to me because of the volume of dogs that I do. So most bathing systems that are pre-mixed, they're too small for me. Um, And I'm procrastinating getting another one because I don't know what the correct answer is. But while I'm procrastinating on on this problem, my brain is working on it in the background. And so what you don't realize is that when you're procrastinating, you are kind of like doing some computations in the back of your head. Mm hmm. And so I am like looking at our bathing situation and kind of monitoring how often do we have to refill during the day and remix shampoo and what's our downtime for that? You know, what, what are we losing if we go to a new system? What do we gain? And I know that when I have the time and the space to sit down and not be in the, in the busy period of Christmas, I will be able to take all those thoughts and like put them down on paper in a way that makes sense. So yes. I basically am using this busy time to collect all those observations, knowing that the brain power of it can can kind of come later. Um, yes. Because it, it, the other thing is you don't want to make knee-jerk decisions just because you're amped and mm-hmm. you're in like a very busy situation. Um, right. So yeah, so maybe in you know January is the time for the new bathing system. Certainly not now. Well, not to change subjects. But because we are high volume and the same, um, and I know what system you use, uh, the system I use comes in a 10 gallon. You can do up to 60 dogs on that. Um, Just to let you know. The system I use is bigger and we still have to refill. We'll have to talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad out there. Yeah. I, there's, you know what? There's a lot of great options and I just need something that gets the dogs clean. Right. And and uh minimal waste right and there's options for that um yeah and you're gonna see those things because of course when you're crazy that's when okay so here's the other part when it's crazy you see where all of your holes are yeah 
you don't notice them when you're you're downtime slower, maybe a little bit more steady. Um, but when you are in a hustle bustle and something falls apart, it's much easier to see that problem. Yes. Yeah. And, um, on top of everything else, like I need to, um, like Christmas is the, what, exactly what you're saying. I notice yeah. at Christmas, my laundry situation needs to be updated. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I'm, you right, learn more yeah, right. you're like, Oh, this is a problem. And not only day to day, it's not a problem, but it's a problem at Christmas. But you have um, to wait till after. Yeah. I can't <laughs> fix it right now. can't no. fix it right now. So we have a towel service, um, mm. which I love in theory, like the concept is great. Um, just for a while we had supply issues and you know our towels were never coming on time and so you know when when that happens what's the point of having a towel service if you don't have towels um Correct. so I'm, I'm thinking about bringing laundry back in house after having a towel service for many years which will require a lot of planning and careful budgeting and also staffing to do that laundry and so it's a whole thing and right yeah. now i can't make that decision i need to wait that that is a january thing so mm -hmm. And you're going to see it on a daily basis. Oh, I'm going to look at it every day and be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> can't wait until January when I can fix this. Um, do you do you guys do any um, seasonal upgrades? You said no, you don't really do add-ons. You, you, you do anything really... for Christmas? No, not typically. Um, the girls can pick out whatever kind of colognes they want and stuff like that. So if they want holiday type stuff, we just add that in there. Um I run it very simplistic because I need to be simplistic for my own brain. Like it is most definitely how I need to run it. I can't have like all these random bells and whistles. I want to provide all inclusive, um, everything you need for the price that we're going to charge you. Um, so it does make it difficult. I, I do have, I, I, it is harder for holidays and doing some different things that could potentially generate a little bit more revenue in that aspect yeah it's it's a balance right because mm -hmm. you don't want to have your menu be so complicated that you're nickel and diming every little thing um but people at this time of year are more likely to spend a little more and i want to give them that opportunity if they want it um so we do have add-on packages we have them year-round um we sell a lot more in november and december but we have them year-round and the add-on packages are just a seasonal um scented shampoo and matching cologne and then um you know like seasonal accessories bandana bows whatever and then i think we have like three add-ons so they can get nail filing um teeth cleaning something else um like paw wax like you were saying um, but the biggest thing is like, that's difficult because my people, my team are very like, Ooh, I don't want to sell things. And I agree with mm -hmm. them. I am not in the business of selling anything. I do not want to be used car salesman. No, like in any, I don't want anybody to feel that way in our salon. So we've kind of like flipped that on its head where the expectation that everyone on our team is, um, you don't have to sell anything. You just have to make sure the client knows that the add-on package exists. And so oh, that's can, a good way. Yeah, it is. It is not. Uh, it is not about you selling. It's about telling them so they can make the choice of whether they want their dog to smell like pumpkin spice or not. 
You just want everyone, every client to have the equal opportunity to be able to make a decision of what you have to offer. Yeah, it's up to them. And, and, you know, I've had some like past team members who are not here anymore and they didn't get it and they didn't drink the Kool-Aid and they were like, well, this is stupid and like, I don't want my dog to smell like that. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't know what they want. And, you know, like you don't know what the client wants unless you ask them. You can't assume that they don't want their dog to smell like pumpkin spice just because you think it's stupid. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I feel this very strongly about, for example, like Disney adults, even if you don't understand it, those people are spending a lot of money and yeah. you're kind of silly to dismiss them because um, as I, speaking as a Disney adult, like I love Disney, by the way, <laughs> like I, I fully drink that Kool-Aid. Um, but, you know, I get poo-pooed a lot. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you spend money to vacation there. Yeah. I mean, when I want to. experience. Yeah, I go other places, too. But, like, it's an experience. And just because it's not for you doesn't mean it's not for me. Right. Um, You know, some people go to the casino every weekend. I don't understand that. But they're still there spending their money. You know, some people mm-hmm. go skiing. Y'all are crazy. You, you <laughs> could not pay me to be outside skiing. Are you insane? But you know what? Good for you. Good for you. I don't I don't yuck on other people's yum. Like, I don't get it, but good for you. So anyway, same thing with uh, my seasonal package. Like, even if you don't get it, just tell the client and uh, they can kind of make that decision about whether they're interested. So I think like right now we have a sugar cookie and a spiced cranberry scent and it's cute. Like, it's it's a nice, cute thing. And it is. And I yeah. think a lot of people lose sight of... um And I think it's a passion on a grooming aspect, just coming from the groomer side, right? Like we do all this education, we do all these things, um, but at the end of the day, and that's great to have the education for safety and and quality and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's the clients who pay us. Yes. And it is still a business and it's still a service-based business that equals, you need to know your demographic. You need to know what could make you stand out in your area. And if that is standing out a little bit more and having these little seasonal add-ons, even if it's something that you may think is silly, it doesn't, you're not selling it for you. You're selling it for the client. Yeah. It is about the experience, not about really, you know, what you would want for your own dog. Yeah. And, and guess what? Like dogs don't have wallets. Correct. Like the dog's not paying um, for this. The client's paying for this. And your personal opinions aside, what we have to do is kind of like toe this line between what the dog needs and what the client wants. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes those are not, those are not necessarily mutually exclusive things. Nope. You know, I, I had a groomer that the, the same one that hated the seasonal package and was like, you know, well, the dog doesn't need this. The dog doesn't need to smell like a sugar cookie. No, no, of course not. Like, no. but you're uh, no. I, nobody's saying that they do. But, <laughs> but we're not selling this to the dog. We're selling it to the client. And right. if the client wants the dog to smell like a sugar cookie, I am so happy to oblige. Like, I and, am. Yeah, and and it's not even about come, making money. It's just like, well, it, to come full circle. Thing. Well, it's cute. It builds your brand, but sort of to come full circle. If you are in that 
position of having ups and downs and spikes, those little add-ons could get you through January a lot easier. I eat, I know our viewers can't see me, but I'm doing that <laughs> meme of that guy being like, ta-da, there you go. Uh-huh. There you have it. Like, it, it, and- you don't want peaks and valleys? There you go. There's a way you can, you can just tell your clients about your seasonal package and there's your ticket out of those ebbs and flows. Yeah. Because they're not good for you and they're not good for business. So you got to find a way to kind of make up that money elsewhere. Yeah. Combat the problem. Yeah. And certainly for us, like Easter is third on that list, right? It's Christmas, then Thanksgiving, and then Easter is, uh, because Buffalo is a pretty Catholic town. There's a lot of big Easter dinners, that sort of thing. Mm, Yeah. Um, But not as important of a holiday in terms of business, but we still have a seasonal thing like, hey, um, you want your dog to smell like, I mean, we even had chocolate covered strawberry one year. We had, um, you know, we just do like cutesy things like sweet tart flavored. And also you can rename shampoo like nothing. There's nothing stopping you from just being like, okay, this is um, like our cranberry shampoo. It's not spiced cranberry. It's cranberry something else. But like we call it whatever we want. And and also what we think it smells like, because like especially sugar cookie, you can rename sugar cookie to be just about any sweet, mild scented thing. You know, it's it's so, so simple. So um, clients like it. It's a cute little thing. We send them home with a cookie, which was huge. Um, you know, we, we, that was a great input from my team to, to say like, Hey, you know what would make this more valuable to the client and would make us like to sell it better, um, include a cookie to go home. And that's great. And then that's always fun too. Cause if they have kids, you can be like, Oh, pick out your cookie. Like if, you know, make uh, it like a family yep. affair, like, Oh, you know, Lola goes home with a cookie today. What cookie would, you know, from this case, what cookie would you like? Um, so that's, that's a really cute thing too, but there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Um, the, the biggest thing that we've done with retail is just adding on this simple question at the end of the transaction, which is any toys or treats for Lola today. And um, using the dog's name and kind of making, like kind of hooking into that emotional aspect of like, oh yeah, Lola, Lola was here for grooming all day or, you know, for the past couple of hours and Lola does deserve a treat. Mm-hmm. And then having things for them to just pick up right there. So and and been- you can word things to where you're not in your face about it. Uh, yeah. Hey, you want to pick this up, you know? <laughs> like, like uh, you know, what I'm asking is, Hey, do you want to give your dog a treat today because she went to the grooming salon and you think she hates it? Because you know, right. I know, I know Lola doesn't hate it here, but you right. know, it's, um, but it's it's very like no pressure, very casual. Like any toys or treats today? Anything I can help you with today? Mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, buy this, and you know, I put it at the register and make them talk me out of it. Like it's not like that. Um, right. No, and reading the people gosh we could go on and on because then that would just snowball into customer service and all of our stuff anyways but reading the people and and diffusing if they feel uncomfortable because you ask them maybe they can't afford it right like economically things are going to get very weird in the next few months to a year who knows how long but um if they feel uncomfortable i always say hey just asking you know what i mean like if you don't you can easily diffuse that too if someone doesn't feel comfortable 
like, oh, maybe next time, you know, and, and move forward too. So learning how yeah. to, so if you know tools, oh, now my dog's going to start barking. Okay. Everyone's going <laughs> to get to hear my dog. Um, hey, um, so she's got something to say about customer service. She does. Or, yeah. She, actually, she just wants to go outside. Okay. Um, but if you have the tools to get yourself out of an uncomfortable situation, it makes it asking a lot easier too. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, just really kind of, like you said, responding to, to them and kind of seeing where they're at and look, I have really high strung clients that they come in they're like what's new show me the new toys and I'm like yeah here we go and like I pulled out like all the stops for them like I'm like look at this look at this how cute is this oh my gosh look at this and I pull out a basket for them and I do this and I do that and I do not do that to every client like that that is nobody else (laughs) wants that like I know who these people are and that's Uh what they want and I'm not going to shove a, a shopping basket in every single client's hand and be like, you know, give them the old razzle dazzle unless they want that. And then I'll provide it. Um, I've actually been reading uh, this retail book called Why We Buy and something. So right now it's talking about signage and like the rules for signage because we're all doing signage wrong. Um, but a big thing that they do is talking about like accessibility and just making sure that the client has a free hand to shop it's the same what, thing with dogs too like, what's the name of the book uh why we buy I'll it's an older link. it's an older book but it's um but it holds up um but like part of why we cash out before we bring the dog up is so the client has their hands free yes it's actually it's not like a bait and switch it's just so they can focus on cashing out um because once that dog is in their hand, now they're getting pulled in every direction and they're not paying attention and they're not going to rebook because you've now uh, taken their attention away and they just want to get the dog out of there. And maybe they're actually a little embarrassed about how not well behaved their dog is. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things are um, to make the process simpler for the client. Um, and so that's a that's a big thing that they talk about is like the hands-free shopping experience and how... Um, Ideally, especially in the winter, you should have somewhere for people to put their coats and their umbrellas. And I mean, not mm-hmm. so much in the grooming salon, but, you know, thinking oh, yeah. big department stores. And it's really just making the experience more pleasurable and easier for them. But, you know, for us, that also means making sure that your dogs can get around tables and they're not going to knock things over or they're not bumping into things as soon as they come in. Um, all of that is relevant. So, yeah, it's, it's a great read. Um, I'll let you know when I'm... I'll, I'll, I'll just give it to you next time I see you. Works. If you well, unless you want a digital copy, unless you want a Kindle copy, because I, I know don't you do like that. your no, you don't. No, I like okay. my no, no, no. I can't read on a Kindle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, no. I'm. I have a Kindle, and I'll use it in a pinch. But I just love paper books. Me too. I just uh, and that's like on the cruise. I bring probably like four books, and then I'm lucky if I finish one. But yeah, I'm the same way. But it's the promise, right? It's the January. Yes. It's the planning. Exactly. So I have all these books if I want to have them. This uh-huh. is the plan. Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. As you go. So um, another shameless plug. Um, it is now beyond when deposits are due, but don't forget the Barkley Pet Pro Cruise. The next sailing is January 20th on the Radiance of the Seas going to Mexico. Do, with- you want, do we want mm-hmm. to say the other one now that we know a little bit more? 
Like a little sneak peek? Uh, sneak peek. Yeah, we'll do sneak peek. So the one in January is with Blake Hernandez. We are not yet ready to announce the speaker of the uh, next cruise, but we'll tell you where it's going and when it is. Um, yes. So that one, I believe, don't quote me on this, I believe it leaves August 23rd, 2024 out of Seattle. So West Coasters, we're coming for you. And that's going to be a seven-night round-trip cruise to Alaska. Alaska, <laughs> which is so exciting. This is like a bucket list trip. Yes. Um, certainly for me, but it, certainly for a, a lot of people. I've never been. I'm so pumped. Um, I think we have. You've never least... been? I've never been. No. <gasps> no, I've never been. Never... Oh, the wildlife is amazing. Oh, it's going to be incredible. So it's a bit of a longer sailing than the Caribbean cruises that we've been doing. Um, there are still two, two and a half, maybe three sea days. I think it's two and a half sea days. Um, so we'll have plenty of jam-packed seminars and educational opportunities. And we are working on some really, really cool excursions for you guys. Um, some which might involve dogs. I don't want to give it away, but because mm -hmm. I, I still, still getting finalized. But um, so we are very, very excited um, it's very difficult to find a nice um, round trip cruise out of Seattle. Most of the Alaska cruises are one way um, between. Yes. Between, and they're a lot um, longer. They're, they're a lot yeah. longer. And um, yeah. So this so is like a happy. taste of Alaska. You're going to get the whole experience, but um, you, we do like get up there pretty quickly um, and come back down. And then um, I had this discussion with uh, Barkley Todd about, what side of the ship to get a cabin on and we decided because somebody else was asking yes this was, this was a very funny discussion where we were trying to convince this person that it doesn't matter because you're going up and then the up ship has to turn around and come back so either way one half of the cruise you're looking out into the ocean and the other half of the cruise you're looking inward towards the shore and it just depends on what side of the ship you want to be on so um we had a good chuckle out of that so if you want um if you want to see the sights on your way up you want to book something on the starboard side if you want to see the sights on the way down book something on the port side but either way you're going to get fantastic <laughs> Fine. i love that you know that thanks Oh, yeah, I'm a Bodhi. Well, it, it's easy. Port and left have the same number of letters. So that's oh, how there you, you go. Maybe yep. now I'll actually remember. Yep. Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about covers it for us today. Thank you it guys does. for tuning in. Thank you. Is this, is this one airing before or after a crossover episode? You told me and I forgot. This one will air this week. So before. And before. then in two weeks when we release our next one, we have a special crossover episode. Um, with the Traveling Groomers podcast. That was so much fun. That Sorry. was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun with it yesterday. They're so much better at us than that, than we are. Like, <laughs> We'll get there. <laughs> at this. We'll, get, we'll um, get there. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, every time Mary and Chris, just chatting with them about anything, even offline, it doesn't have to be a podcast. They're, they're such a wealth of information. Mm -hmm. um, I love Chris's potty mouth. Yeah. I love... <laughs> I it's a very Mary. interesting, it'll be a very interesting episode. Yeah, it Is sure that? will. I love, uh, I found out Mary is a big old nerd, even more so than I realized. So mad props <laughs> to Mary because she's insane. Um, so yeah, we'll, we will uh, come back for that crossover episode. 
um, which is very entertaining and very exciting. And we were happy to do it. And then we'll be back for our regularly scheduled episodes after that. And then I'll hear about, I'm throwing this out there now. So hopefully we'll remember the Black Friday sales. Oh, Black Friday sales. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. We will. We will have to hash that out. I'm. I'm so sorry. The one more thing, the Black Friday um, event that we're doing. It's just me and two team members working the day. So we're gonna have this like really great. Like we're gonna yes. come in. We're gonna turn the Christmas music up. We're gonna turn all the Christmas lights on, and we're just gonna have a party all day. And hopefully, we're like rocking and rolling, and we can't leave the register all day because it's just so busy. But um, either way, I'm gonna have a blast. So. Yes gonna be fun fun times all right take care guys we'll see you next time everyone have a good one oh we waving i wave (laughs) because that's i'm used to doing that waving at you waving at each other